competition they're looking for, they win. Ignore them, you win. Hi everyone, I am Ari Ingle, the director of Creative Community for Peace. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have people tuning in from all around the world. We have a fantastic panel discussion today with leading members from the Israeli television industry to discuss the state of the industry in the time of COVID-19 and also the impact the Israeli television industry has had on the world. As many of you know from watching TV, Israeli television shows are some of the most popular in streaming platforms, and remakes have turned into some of the world's biggest series. To briefly introduce our panelists, first we have actress and writer Romia Bolfia, who has starred in projects such as The Debt. Next we have Asi Azar, who is a producer, showrunner, and on-air talent, who is the creator of the romantic comedy TV series Beauty and the Baker, and has hosted events such as last year's Eurovision contest in Israel. Next we have Niv Eshet, who is the owner of the Niv Eshet Cohen Agency and represents some of Israel's top actors, writers, and directors. We then have Tamira Yardeni, who is the owner of Teddy Productions, who has produced some of Israel's biggest shows, including The Comedy Store, Kochav Nolad, Born to Dance, and Euphoria. She has also received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Israeli Academy of Film and Television. Finally, we have Karni Ziv, who is the head of drama and comedy for Keshet, she is responsible for the development and management of all Keshet scripted productions. She also supervises all of Keshet's international drama collaborations. Among her successful work are shows such as False Flag, Your Family of Mine, The Baker and the Beauty, The Brave, Our Boys, Sleeping Bears, and Clues. We also have a great moderator today who helped put this amazing panel together, one of our Creative Community for Peace advisory board members, Orly Allison who is the head of the Orly Adelson Productions and former president of Dick Clark Productions and ITV Studios America. And with that, I will now turn it over to you. Over to you, Orly. Thank you so much. We have Matthew and we have Arion with us today. And thank you both for helping put this all together. And we have this extraordinary panel which now I'm seeing you guys. It's so nice to see you here with us. So let me start. We had a changing world here. We have never seen it before. The entertainment business here is shut down completely. And rumors are that on your side of the world, it's a little bit different and we'll touch upon it. But uh, Connie, in this changing world, I'd like to know how the network is approaching it? What are you thinking? And how has it been in the last two months? First, thank you and hi everybody here from Israel. Um, I think uh, I need to say that it took Avinir, our CEO, like five minutes to understand what's going to happen. Uh, we were supposed to have a pooling party and in the same day he understood that something bad is going to happen so we canceled it. And I think it took him like two days to understand, start uh, changing uh, our schedule and, and do uh, and be flexible so uh, we, can, uh, we can deal with a new situation. Um, we haven't stopped uh, making television. I think we understood quite uh, quickly that we have a duty in this situation on one side to give information. So we are very flexible with our news slots. We have a lot of news slots and we expanded the main uh, news event that usually we had on eight o'clock. It's now uh, much longer. And on the other hand, I think we understood that uh, it's, it's time because everybody is sitting now together at home so we have uh, a job to be there for them and to entertain. So we changed the schedule according to uh, those uh, two things that we thought that is our job. On the one hand, we have a lot of news, but on the other hand, we had a lot of special events and uh, we took some of uh, our big um, 
uh, our big shows and uh, we tried to transform them according to uh, the, the budget situation and the reduce of uh, commercial breaks. For example, we took our main, uh, our Saturday Night Live that is called uh, We Have a Great Country. And instead of doing a show of 70 minutes, uh, they recorded a show of 70 minutes, but we used it in two different nights. So uh, I think we utilized the, the breaks and uh, we, we made it more cost effective. The same we did with... Uh, uh, married from first sight. We had long shows and now we're broadcasting, you know, twice a week, but short slots. Yeah, stop here for one second because that's really interesting. So what you're doing is you're taking your shows and actually dividing them to shorter period of time in order to accommodate news and information, correct? Exactly. So, exactly. And, uh, and the breaks that uh, unfortunately and yes. were reduced, yeah. And we had some special uh, events, some of them Tamira and Asti can tell about. We have uh, a special uh, live music show at night. We have that we found sponsors for, for this uh, uh, slot. We have a new slot of uh, cooking events uh, at lunch with our best chefs. And again, we found a sponsor for that, especially for that, again, because the problems that we have now with uh, advertising. So I'll, I'll touch upon the productions because that's really interesting because we are not producing anything but information at the moment and shows from home, but you're doing it differently, but we'll touch upon it in one second. And I'll jump to Romy. Romy, you came to Israel because you live most of the time in London. You split your time, but most in London. And you came to Israel to do a show in Israel when just before all this happened. And you're still in Israel. But please tell us about the show you were doing and what happened when the pandemic started. Yeah, I was shooting a show for Yes uh, by Erez Kovel. It's a drama about the um, sort of like night restaurant lifestyle of Tel Aviv. Um, so it's a kind of like a fun drama show. And we had to stop just after about three quarters into the shoot, um, which I know probably happened to a lot of other productions that I know of. A lot of my friends, actors, producers, writers, they've all had a lot of, um, uh, a lot of their shows um, stop uh, midway or just before they started um, but it left me in Israel stuck in Israel and having to sort of like uh, figure out what I'm gonna do next and uh, interestingly I think it allowed for some sort of like self-creative exploration which I think is something that is one of the benefits quote-unquote or positives of this is um, for us actors to sort of think again on, on what part we play in this industry in general. Because I think if, if something like this means that we um, are out of work, and that's obviously an even um, bigger issue for anyone that's uh, you know, doing theater, um, that's gonna take even longer and that's gonna have a, a much bigger impact on, on, on theater actors or life. Uh, experienced actors um, is to to take more action um, and more control into what we do and in the sense of developing um, our own materials um, and uh, and becoming creators so I think that coronavirus just sort of enforced something that was going on I think in my mind at least and knowing from other colleagues actor colleagues is that we should take a bit more um, control uh, on our own destiny and professional destiny. And I know this is a trend, something that's happening around the world, but just seeing that there's more hunger, even more hunger for content um, now than ever before, it's an opportunity for actors to, to, to be part of the uh, movement. So we have an agent with us. Uh, so, so first, I'm, I'm super happy. I'm, I'm super happy to be here, and thanks for the for the opportunity. And that's and, and also an opportunity to say, result of Tukani Ziv, that there is right, no award. There is no award she didn't take yesterday with the Narim. So that's so, 
our, just so I would say one thing, our boys swept the Israeli Emmys yesterday. I was given its own little part later on in our conversation. But of course, um, kudos to you. It was an amazing show, but we'll get to it later. So Thank you. how, what is happening? You, we're going from Romy who says, the self-exploration. How, as an agent, you are handling what's happening? In general, as an agent in the corona time, I have um, two prices to manage. Uh, it's the financial side and the exposure. How to stay relevant and how to keep the, um, the momentum going. And as we all know, actors are not the first to come and offer ideas. Most of them, except Romeo, of course, are waiting for a call from, for, for doing auditions. And, and now the actors had become um, um, uh, proactive. And this is the first time that I see how they changed the, the way of thinking. And, and I, I'm all the time saying to my actors that this is the time to think out of the box. And in the new situation, it makes me to think wider than only as an agent and to connect between content to networks, but to think like, um, like sometimes as a producer. And maybe Tamira has something to say, but it's like, um, I found myself raising money to produce content and creating web series for, for, for my actors. And some of the time to think like an um, advertising agency and to think creatively about campaigns that my actor can lead at this time of the corona. And actors need exposure to stay relevant. An amazing example is Asi. That um, Asi was one of the first to start um, the, the live on Instagram. And even though he has the TV programs, and the commercials and billboards. He keeps himself visible. And, and that, that was super impressive to see that from, from, from the side. By the way, he, he had to do that because no one goes to the airport anymore, which is the place with, there is not even one wall without his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, which leads me to him, which I'll come back to you, which leads me to Asi. I see, I got from you the strangest email I've gotten in, I would say, two and a half months. Stay early. We have the call on Tuesday, not Monday. I'm working Monday. Normally, I get now. Anytime, it's all good. Call morning, then and night. And I called mm -hmm. you up and you said, no, I'm working. I'm doing a show. So we have a clip on the show that I would love to show for a second because I'd like to talk to you about how that came about. Thank you. I guess we're getting the panel back on. So how did this come about? And I know we have the producers here too, the company who produced it and the producer here too. But I see, I'll start with you. A, how did you feel about going back to work? It's in a studio, there are people. How for you the experience was? Uh, first of all, hi. Hi, uh, everyone. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I was actually, um, I was very, I was very happy to go back to work. Obviously I wasn't afraid at all. Um, it might be like a bit naive, but I, I believe that as a TV, uh, persona and as a person that works in doing entertainment for, uh, the people, I think that our job is to become soldiers in, in those times and, and produce entertainment while so many people are locked in their houses, um, suffering from fear, anxiety. So whatever I could do to make people smile, 
I immediately wanted to to join in. Um, that's why I started doing the live Instagram uh, chats. I just wanted to make people smile because I know just a little bit about anxiety and how scary it can it can be when you suffer from anxiety. So I wanted to do whatever I can to make people relax and smile. And that showed specifically that we just saw um, it's a very old show that Mira produced in 2002. And it's a show that in my mind, in normal days, without the coronavirus, it would never be able to come back to the screen. But now, when we had to find something that is small budget, small studio, um, something that makes people smile, uh, sing, relax, that was the perfect show. And it, it, it was actually, we, did, we took the right call because the show became a success immediately. And also, what was also extremely uh, surprising is that we, to get Six, what you saw from two sides were six of the most um, uh, busiest artists in Israel and Gal Gadot, the star of Wonder Woman, on the screen. To get those seven people on the, in the studio in normal days is impossible. <laughs> but today, when nobody is working, especially singers, but they're not performing, and Gal, which is in LA, worrying about her family in Israel and also has a very big need to make people feel happy, relaxed, um, smiling. All of us joined together to create that show. Um, so for me, it was a blessing and, and I, I loved doing it. So Tamira, here you are. What made you bring it back and how, as a producer, can you today gather people together in a studio? I mean, it's unheard of in, as you can imagine, here in LA at the moment. Okay, first of all, uh, Teddy, which is a company of uh, 47 years, something like this, is almost shut down in one day. One day, everything stopped. And uh, when the opportunity to, to do something, uh, you have to feel is a, something like a partner of mine and he's the leader, uh, he's uh, the creator of uh, most of my shows, of my uh, reality shows. He uh, thought it would be very, uh, it would be good to do it. The only problem that I, in my age, had to be at home when they were <laughs> in the studio. Wow. <laughs> Ask Asi in a, a style rising uh, 70, one, seven, 70 years every day of the uh, studio. I'm there. It, this is not, it was crazy. I had to be at home. I felt like they, okay, they can uh, push us away and we will not do this anymore <laughs> in our age. And they made it in a, every few hour moments. I, I spoke to the producer to the, in the bar and said, how is it going? Who is doing it? What is going on now? Wow, this is, was quite an experience, I must tell you. But I overcome it and uh, So was it made? Was it mandatory for you to stay home or was that a choice you made? No. To... No. 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 Uh, my age, which is 72, is like uh, 720 now in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> don't move anywhere. And everybody say, don't go, don't come, please. <laughs> I'm running my office now, only the two, uh, last two weeks, for my yard in my, at home, outside, people are coming with the masks and we're sitting very far away. And it's very, 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 very crazy. So, Tamira, I wanna, I wanna touch upon something else you're doing. Okay. Just before this, I had two shows that were about to start. Yeah. Uh, one of them at least with our French are on our So tell me what stage were you at 
and what are the plans now um, moving okay. forward? Okay. Uh, the first one is Ron Lesham's uh, series. It's, um, we were actually a day before shooting. Everything was completely, everything was good. And then we had to stop. It's a big Tell damage. us what it's about. Tell us what it's about, please. Ah, the, it's about, uh, it's about uh, airplane, which is something we don't remember what it is. Uh, disappeared, <laughs> something, disappeared in the someday and the, nobody knows what happened. And uh, then the Shabak and everybody began to, to, to look for hints and that and there. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's Ron Lesh and Amit, the, 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 the way they write. And it's very, you, know, very, you want to know what happened there. And it's, it's interesting. But we, we couldn't uh, shoot any, any one scene even because a day before we began, everything stopped. And this is a very big damage. And also the, the director, Asaf, he lives in LA, so he went back home the, and uh, no way to, to do it. And I, I tried, we spoke with him to try to, to gather it and to begin to shoot. And he is afraid to do it. So we will see how to do it. And we, we are not, we don't have a yet answer from the insurance company if they want to insurance Corona. I don't, we, for the time being, they don't want, they don't accept it. I have another show, lighter one. It's for youth people. And I think we should, we want to begin in June to, to shoot. We don't want to, to wait. I hope they won't stop us. In June, it's, you're planning to shoot already? Yeah, we, we so, could do it before. So production will start around the next week or two, or? No, the production uh, began months ago, but now everything stopped and we decided, we gathered the people in the office, I'm at home, oh. and, uh, and uh, we want to shoot it, yeah. We and we hope that they won't stop us because uh, there's no reason. Israel now is almost open. Tamira, Israel is not open. <laughs> you can see outside the, the window that people are, are driving and it's like more, it's not uh, worse than what it was. It, it's more open, it's not open. Yeah, it is more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. When, the garden school will begin, which will begin in Sunday, it will be okay. So here we go. And I'd like to go back to Asi, Beauty and the Baker, which of course I always want to call it Beauty and the Beast because hey. it just opened, Beauty and the Baker just opened in the States, three episodes in, really successful, great reviews, although one review said it missed uh, Mike, uh, Mark Ivanier uh, from the American show, which I would definitely support. But he's also my nephew, so here we are. So you, no one thought about you as a writer. They thought about you as a host. I mean, you wrote your own things, you entertained, you did. How did it come about that here you are writing a show that has become so successful both in Israel and now here? The, the truth is very, um, the, the truth is very, I, I began writing because I wanted to be an actor, but when I was young, I thought, that actors, if you're an actor, people will suspect that you're gay. That's what I thought, because I was gay in the closet. So I thought, if I'm not gonna act, at least I'm gonna like work in the industry as a writer. But I started writing uh, The Baker and the Beauty at the age of 33, because you, you might not believe it, 
I mean, the viewers, you, you probably know it. In Israel, if you're a very successful TV host, you're still no Ryan Seacrest. You still can't like buy five mansions, 10 cars. So you're always, you're always searching to make more money or to produce more things from, from yourself. So I, I started to pitch ideas for my bosses. And one day I, I, I saw uh, Notting Hill. I was dating a guy from London and I saw Notting Hill and I thought, wow, that, that can actually work in Israel. If I'll take my story, because I'm a son of a baker and I'll invent <laughs> that the baker boy is dating a very famous woman because I'm a very famous woman myself. <laughs> uh, if I'll combine that, that can be really, really interesting uh, as a show. And surprisingly, they loved the idea. They didn't want to give me money for the entire season because they didn't know if I could write. They sent me to write. I was lucky enough or smart enough to, to ask from Ron Leshem, the writer of uh, uh, the Oscar-winning uh, movie before, uh, and the writer of the book, obviously, and one of the most smart men I've ever met in my life, to help me write and he was my script editor and he taught me everything i know about writing and from there it just like became what it is it's it's it was overwhelming for me as well i, I when i watch it this day i still can't believe that i that i created this this show it's um it's 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 unbelievable for me i love it very much and and connie you were involved in it so Tell us from your perspective how that felt. And here's someone you know one way is coming in with something you're not expecting. You're talking now about the Israeli version or about the American version? The Israeli version, version, even though you are involved um, in When I joined Keshet, there was already the, I think, as he finished uh, the, uh, shooting, I think, the first uh, season. And I think I was one of the first people in Keshet that uh, had the honor to, to watch the offlines. And I said, wow, this is going to be a great show and a great success. And it was, and fortunately for us, uh, Asi wanted, and of course uh, it's combined with uh, our wish to write another second season that uh, Asi had in a way, he found a way to invent another new story with those characters, but to bring uh, a new and fresh take of these relationship and about that family. And I think when we, when we talk about successful Israeli shows that uh, can go all over the world, and you need to know that The Baker and the Beauty had an ad adaptation in Netherlands and in Russia and now in the States and hopefully in South America, um, in India. I think <laughs> in in Jim, India. Right, shooting the, these days or I think editing already. Uh, I think uh, it means that we had a very good creator that wrote a very good story and had very good characters that all over the world people can uh, relate to the, to the core story and to the core relationship and can find themselves, never mind if they live in India or in the United States. And we need to be fortunate enough to find a very good local creator that will take our story and make it in the right way, find the, uh, find the right uh, uh, approach from his culture. And I think we were lucky enough to have Dean Gregorius in the, in the uh, American show. And I think Asi can tell you about uh, uh, his relationship with Dean that were very good and they talked a lot about the series. So I think this is, uh, is a key of making the good ad adaptation. And Romy, I'll jump to you because I know you are about to make a deal on a, on a series you created and um, you had also Haggai join you uh, to help but it's your idea and your vision and you put it together. And how was that for you? I know you went to film school, so it's a little bit different than, than just acting. You actually, your vision is writing, directing, doing the whole thing. 
So tell me about the process of that. So um, in terms of my sort of uh, uh, the backstory that led me to this is that um, I, unlike Asi, <laughs> I was an actress from a very young age. So I didn't have the time to want to be an actress because um, I was just an actress from the age of 12. And I think it was when I was about 20 that I felt that I needed more. I needed more um, scope uh, to, to express myself. And I went to film school and then eventually I've done various things in, 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 in the industry. I'm a creative director and a video editor and I do various things, but I've been focusing on developing this um, uh, detective thriller in the past uh, year and a half. Carney knows uh, uh, about right. that project because we've, we've been discussing it and I've been uh, co-creating it with my husband, um, who's a film and TV producer. So it's a very homegrown project. His name is Ben Giladi. And um, it's been very exciting because it's, it's, it's really have been that degree of sort of creativity that I was looking for. Um, taking a, an idea that is somewhat based on, on true events. It's a detective thriller that takes, takes place in the um, Hasidic world between Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and um, New York. Uh, deals with uh, illegal abortions and um, adoptions and uh, themes that were relevant to, to my, my personal uh, story uh, in the past two years because I had a baby and I was very involved in that sort of uh, material. And we're, we're setting it up where we, we've, we've co-financed the development, we, we, we um, self-financed the development um, and we're, we're trying to set it up as a, as a either European co-production or as an American-Israeli co-production. Interesting. So it brings me back to Tamira. Here you are. It's an interesting perspective of what you told us about what you are going through as somebody who, by the way, your body of work is remarkable a legend within the community of producers. Um, you're told you have to stay home in this period of time. Have you found yourself being creative in the isolation period? Uh, yes, um, the isolation period it wasn't by myself. I spoke with people who were trying to, to develop uh, and to we have some uh, series that we ha have to shoot in a few months. So we are making a big progress with all these uh, formats. And yes, and you have to think um, it's uh, out of the box. It's, you have to think in another way. Okay, you have this series, you, you have things that you're doing in the next year. You have things to do during this uh, nothingness. <laughs> But now uh, you have to, uh, I uh, uh, try to find uh, new ideas that will be uh, part of what we are going through. You know that uh, in uh, Yom Atzmaut, Independence I, Day. Yeah, I have the permit to go out because I'm from the, the media. And I took that and I, I decided to go to my daughter to sit in the roof and to see my nephews because my grandchildren already. Because it's, uh, it's okay. And uh, I, it's the first time I saw Tel Aviv. And it's like in a horror movie or, or something not normal. I saw people with the mask, with small children, with dogs. Very, very strange Tel Aviv. We are in a new, empty, normal world. It's, it's. I thought maybe I'm dreaming. It, it's, it cannot. Be. It's not true. It's unbelievable. But I think from this, we can uh, grow up. I, 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 I hope because the uh, situation in Israel is very difficult because this government that we have. They don't help us. They don't help our sector at all. Not only me, the, the actors, the people who work in light, in sound, nobody has any help from this government who st 
speak with us every night and things. Nothing, nothing. It's, it is a disaster. Most the of the entertainment people, business is always hit hard in these yeah, kinds of the actors don't the country can give them something as as a salary for these two months nothing we are yeah. exist and all the production companies and everything it's yeah. a very very crazy time and it's very difficult to think about the future what will be we don't know yeah, but Mira, so that's is, an interesting uh, transition to me. Yeah, I, I have something to say to I, I have something to say to Tamira because it's it, there is also a good thing from that because you made many uh, comebacks. The the comedy store. Okay, okay, we made the comedy <laughs> store. <laughs> the pyjamas <laughs> and, <laughs> and so many so many cool things that you you made that this is the time to, to for comebacks and also Kani that she, 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 she's bringing the, the permission to do these things. Super cool. So, Niamh, how are you raising money to do the web shows that you were talking about to activate your actors at this time when nobody seems to have any money? No, so first there is money, but everyone keep, keep the money. <laughs> and for me, I found myself raising money for a web series. Um, of, of, of my actors from um, I, I represent someone his name in the US they will not know him but his name is Jon Bovinsky he's like a um, game show talent and he came to me with an idea to do a, a, some game show with costumers in the supermarkets and and and, and, and we made it I called to to the to the, to the supermarket to Schufersal and and we had a campaign that he, that his idea to make it I just did the, the, the producer um, 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 part and, and, go, and, and got money from them. So but it's really you as an agent now are taking initiatives to be not just, um, to be the active member of your community to yeah, create and move them forward. Everybody is acting right now. Yeah. Everybody is active right now. But, uh, but I, I, I'm afraid of something else. I'm afraid that um, it's the day after the corona, I wonder what would be the rate of the actors in Israel. Because now the, 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 product, the, the producer asks us, the agents, to work in, in, like in, in 30% less, which is okay. We're in the same boat as Shiri Maimon said, and, and everyone is understand that this is the situation. But I'm afraid what would be it the day after, because I, I understand there is no money. Kani, you might know, but I know there is no money from commercials, but it's the day after the corona, and especially Keshet, will state themselves as almost the, the, one, the only one channel in Israel. And the commercials will be back, and the money will be back, but I wonder what would be the rates of, it, it, it's not, the, the question is not for you, but I just wonder, what would be the rates of an actor in Israel the day after? Or maybe I'll tell you, everybody will need to cut their salaries and budgets. I don't know if you know, but most of the people that still work in the industry, and thank God some of us still work, we all sure. had to reduce our salaries uh, between 10 <laughs> to 15 uh, percent. Mom, we, mom, we are now, me, that's right. That the talents for more, and uh, Tamira will tell you that we are cutting the budget of all uh, of our uh, productions yes, because even when we'll come back, I don't know if commercial will come back to normality. And for sure, mm -hmm. we lost uh, such an amount of money in these wow. uh, months because, as you know, the months before uh, Passover are the most strongest in the Israeli okay. year. So. Yes, everybody will need to reduce uh, a part of their so salary I'm, or the budget. I'm going to jump to two things now because we don't have a lot of time because there are questions and soon I'll ask you the questions that viewers are um, sending in. But Connie, tell us about quickly how Our Boys came about. It was one of the shows that were generated here, not there, but shot there. And shot even in a very interesting way with Arabs and Jews. And I mean, it was all encompassing. So please give us a short rundown. So luckily for us, HBO came to us and wanted 
asked to do something about that summer, tragic summer of 2014, and they wanted Haggai Levy to be involved. And luckily for us, uh, we love Haggai and we love to work with him. And he brought jo Joseph Sider and they both brought Taufik because they understood that it's going to be a story from a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, points of views and we need a Palestinian creator with us. It took us more than two years uh, only to write the scripts. Uh, it was uh, a long and a very hard process. Uh, and, and I think what happened that in the beginning, we tried, uh, you know, the, the first pilot was made uh, for an American eyes and HBO said, yes, we love it, let's go. And when Haggai started to write with uh, Cedar and then went to, with Taufik, they understood that they need to go back. They need to go back to the real events that really happened with Muhammad Abu Khbir that, uh, uh, that summer. They want the point of view of the Jewish murderers. They need to go back to the core of the truth. And that show can't be in English. That show needs to be in Hebrew and in Arabic. And in every call that we had with uh, 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 executives from HBO that we worked with, uh, every time Haggai used to say, but you remember, we're, we're going to speak Hebrew and Arabic. There's no English in this series. And they keep on saying, yes, we believe in this, in this series because I think it would have been something uh, uh, else if we had to do it in English. And, uh, and Haggai and Sidr and Taufik really went with, uh, you know, where their heart was and with the story they, they wanted to tell. And I think they thought about Israeli audience and then they thought about American audience. But most of the time, they thought about how are we going to tell a, a very good story. And so it leads me to question did. number one, which is from Elliot. What was Connie's reaction to Prime Minister Netanyahu's comments about our boys? I, I need to say that it was when I had like three days of a holiday in Greece. And, uh, and, and then I got all the messages because I, I wanted, you know, to keep apart. I needed some time after the, the four years of working on the series. In the first minute, I think I was quite hysteric. But on the second minute, when I saw also how Avi, uh, uh, you know, receives it, and I understood that it's not something about our series. It's totally something political that has no connection really with the series. And I, and I thought like the creators thought that, that this series is speaking for itself and the people and the viewers that will watch it will understand that it's not anti-Semitic and it's not against Israel. And uh, on the contrary, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a show that make a yeah. very good name for Israel. And I heard that last night Haggai thanked the Prime Minister for helping yeah, he the promotion of the show. So, and he's right, okay. he did a good work for us because suddenly people uh, <laughs> knew and heard about this series and, uh, and watched it. So thank you. So Tamir, I have a question from you from one of uh, our viewers that is asking. She went to the Academy of Music in Jerusalem and she she lives in Argentina, and she would like to know what are the ways that she could get involved from there on the music side with the Israeli shows. What does she do? She writes, she sings. She's a composer, she... music yeah. composer. Maybe uh, we can send her, because we have composers, of course, but uh, maybe we can, uh, she, if she'll send me some of her music, we'll see if we could do something with it. So that's a perfect answer. I'm sure she's listening to us and that's what, uh, and you may get it soon. So the next question, is Beauty and the Baker coming back for season three? And if so, <laughs> yeah. I, I answered, um, I answered on, um, on the private uh, messages, I, I said, I said um, uh, maybe with a smile. Yeah. So we don't have a date yet to uh, share with anybody. I we, we have a lot of information, we just don't want to share it. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair, that's fair. Hold on, I'm looking for a question that I saw here. 
I'm a filmmaker and completed my first 20 minute short. Niv, yeah. how should I get connected to an agent? What am I supposed to do with my 20 minute short? Oh, well, it's super easy. There's so, you, there are so many agents. So just Google agent and you will find one. But in, <laughs> let, let's see, let's see the, how good it is. Like, uh, not, not so, so really, the way for them to do it is to send their shorts to different so it, it, agents. Yeah, it's better to be talent. And if he has talent, I'm sure he will do the things in life. And I think that's true for everybody. If you have, uh, if you have talent, you will yeah. be seen. So, but it's true that you do need that first foot in the door to figure out how to, uh, to make it happen. And Romy, somebody asked here, what inspired you to take action? And I know you spoke about some of it to make the transition, but maybe interestingly enough, I would say, I would modify that. You also became an editor. So what makes an, an actress actually, because you're working as an editor as we speak through this period. <laughs> so do you want to talk just a little bit about it, how you take action in today's world and use any talent you have to do different things? Well, it goes back to what Neve was saying, but more from the angle of maybe talent is one thing, but passion, I guess. Right. Um, I, just, I, yeah, I just found um, editing specifically to be a, a, a zone, a creative zone and a tool where I just lost myself and I felt I was, I was being myself. And, uh, and I think that's what really drives us at the end of the day. Um, and again, it's, it's another way of sort of being a storyteller, um, very different from being an actor. And obviously that it does stand in the way when I'm acting, being an editor is a bit of a, a bit of a negative and, uh, not so much vice versa, but, um, yeah, if, if you are, I don't know if this is coming from an actor, this question, but if it is, yeah, yeah, I don't know. but, um, uh, yeah, I think again, it's 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 about passion um, and uh, and and drive. I guess. So a question that I have that I haven't seen, but they're asking different ways. Asking, how do I pitch a new idea? Now there's no offices, there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere. It's kind of amorphous. If you know somebody, you know how you're getting on the Zoom call to make the pitch. But I will ask a little bit different quickly from the panelists before uh, the last question, which is, are you looking, and it's just in the reverse order of my screen, if you don't mind, are you looking at different ideas? Start with Connie, and then I'm going to go quickly through all of you. Are we looking now for different ideas? For new or? ideas as a result of the period we've passed, are the ideas that you are looking for the future to develop? That's a good question. We, we just asked like three weeks ago uh, uh, from creators uh, to write us a paper pitch, uh, pitch paper, uh, two maximum two pages if they have any idea of a series that relates uh, to, the, to the corona situation. And we got like, I think more than a hundred. Um, and, and I can't yet say, will we do something with some of these ideas? Because we are in a situation that we're in the middle of this crisis. And we're talking about series that probably will take more than a year or two that's, uh, till they will happen. So it's a good question to try to think uh, forward in two years, uh, will the audience want to uh, watch something that has connection to what we're going through now? And on the other hand, can we just uh, behave like nothing happened and in two years we'll see just normal series? It's a good question. I don't have answers yet, but yes, so, um, we are okay, looking at it. But you've already done that with Mira, right? With uh, Sabrina Maranan. 
No, uh, we did like one, uh, one episode, uh, episode dedicated to uh, yeah. the corona, like, uh, and it's super yeah. cool. I want to yeah. I want to modify the questions for the rest of you. I is it? It's um, are the series moving forward not related to the corona? Are you thinking about more comedy and not for you, Connie, I'm moving on. When you're thinking of your next pitch, how are you looking at it in respect to what we've all passed through, not a series about the corona at the moment. So uh, I see you are your next. <laughs> Answering questions to people in the Q&A section. Ah, you are. Ah, huh. oh, that's so nice. So let me ask you quickly. Um, I, when you're looking at your next pitch to the network, are you thinking of what the viewer will want to watch next? Or I... Well, uh, when, I, when I pitched The Baker and the Beauty, I thought that I want to uh, set an idea for the Israeli TV. Then the, the skies opened to the world and now when you pitch an idea you have to think what will also sell overseas Correct. so that's that's what i'm i'm trying to focus now what what would be my next show that can be um sold quickly and that can have many seasons and that can be sold also to netflix amazon apple tv uh, basically, what is the most amazing idea that I can create to the world? And after thinking all of that, I get scared and I, I just go back to hosting. <laughs> let, us, let us know what it is when you when you get that. How are you um, shifting your creative community to think? No, I, I just wonder. I just wonder if the writers will um, reflect to the new rules. Will we see um, hugs, kisses, maybe masks in the scene that they write right now? That that that's. I I don't have an answer for that. But but it, but it's pretty like shooting or writing a, a period movie. The situation will be will be with us. It's like it's it's to write something that happens. You know, like when 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 you're writing a, a period movies, you write about yeah. the, the the cars and and. And everything that that wasn't the same thing. Hmm. I just wonder, I just wonder if, if they will write about this, about masks, about hugs. Tamia, we are. It's it's a very big problem because we are now writing uh, uh, the series of Panta, and and uh, we don't know if it will be shot in two years. It uh, the uh, the audience will see it. And we don't know if we have to see the impact of the corona, what will be, you can, to mention it, not to mention it. It's a very, very big problem how to, 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 to react to the stuff that you're doing now, writing now. And to do something, the corona exactly like it happened, I think it's, um, it's will be strange. We don't know anything, you know? <laughs> Yeah. That's the, of the, 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 what I can say, it's we know nothing and <laughs> we should do a meditation. <laughs> we still, I think, need perspective. We are in the middle of this oh. crisis and yeah. we don't know really what are going to be the impact. Right. And probably we need more time to have perspective of, of yeah. what we're going through now. Yeah. 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 Romy? How are you looking at it? Just in light of, because um, of, everybody said everything that was, you know, is, 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 I was going to, to, to mention, but I think in light of what everyone said, it, maybe it's a good time to think about, you know, period pieces or futuristic pieces. So things that are outside of our time, our, our sort of, sort of current, um, um, current times. And culture, um, and sort of imaginary spaces, imaginary cultures, um, especially because we live in one now. <laughs> like no one, no one imagined that this would be our reality. So I think it 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 may allow for viewers to be 
more receptive to unusual setups? Thank you. And I know there's a final question that, uh, here it is. Are you, we are going to have a final question from Ari going through the panel. Um, please go ahead. Sure, we can start. We can start with Carney and walk the way through. We just want to know because the people watching this want some recommendations that they're stuck at home. What are you watching now? What do you recommend for people to tune into? Um, what did I watch now? Um, the NBA series on Netflix, the one on Michael Jordan. I'm last waiting dance. for the new episode, The Last Dance. Yeah, and uh, and Community. It's a series that I loved. Like eight years ago and i'm so happy that it's back i just started watching it myself we just had one of our advisory board members gary foster on who produced it and he recommended it on a previous panel and i've gone watched it and it's amazing i, I couldn't believe good the cast writing is everything in comedy i want yeah. to say it's a tamira? simple idea simple budget and a great show yeah tamira what are you watching right now very very strange for the the cool people what i recommend First of all, the series about Vietnam uh, that uh, in Netflix. Whoa, this yeah. doco is something else. It's not a, and you can see that the things go worse than where you are now when you look at it. But no, this is very, very artistic one and very, very interesting. And the other doco is the crazy guy with the with the with the tiger. Tiger King. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tiger King. So, so Vietnam said, and tigers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Niv, what are you watching? I'm watching The Crown on, on Netflix. I'm watching The Crown. Really? <laughs> Ten years wow. later. It's the yeah, Zoom together by Zoom. There you go. And awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah, good. Me too. Yeah. Finally. And I'm watching illegally a show from the States that I love that's called Real Housewives of New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody. That's not streamed to Israel? <laughs> they must bring them here, the girls. I want to be one of the girls. It's, it's an amazing show. I love trashy American TV. I love it. I was born watching Dynasty, so for me, this is like... Like, like real dynasty. Like Maybe your real... intro into America will be, will get you a guest spot on one of the Real Housewives. <laughs> and, and be Romy, careful what... with what you promised us, you will remember yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> Romy, what are you watching? Yeah, so I'm watching The Crown. The Crown. Which I and I live in, in the UK and I haven't watched it still, so it's, uh, it's, it's nice. Um, and, uh, and I'm watching... Um, uh, the, the, the reality show on Keshet with the couples. Uh, the Married, married at First Sight. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. Which I have to say, I did like the previous season more, but I still, you can't stop watching it. That's yes. right. We have a very good season. <laughs> and Orly, what are you watching right now? Unorthodox, I just finished. That's a good this one. is America. And The Last Dance, which unfortunately we get one or two episodes every Sunday, which is about yeah. Michael Jordan, which is fantastic. For yeah. somebody who uh, loves basketball, maybe the only sport I have in common here, because football is, uh, is not my favorite. So it's an excellent documentary. Okay. And it's great to get something new while everybody's stuck at home. Exactly. There's no it, sports on it's yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say this panel was absolutely amazing. My personally, our boys, I think if anybody hasn't watched it, you need to go watch that because I think some people in America still haven't seen it. Euphoria, which Tamira did. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the Israeli version, but the American version is probably one of my top shows of the last year. And I saw people asking Q&A about it. We're all excited for season two. The casting, the, the actors, the, the storyline, very edgy and amazing. I need to go watch Baker and the Beauty and Beauty and the Baker. I probably better watch both Good. versions. Um, <laughs> maybe Beauty and the Beast. I'll watch it all. Um, anyhow, <laughs> once again, uh, Creative Community Repeats is a nonprofit organization, uh, and we rely on donations to do our work. 
So if you'd like to donate, it's up on the screen now, ccfpeace.com. Also, you can sign up for our email list. Uh, we hope to see everybody soon. Everybody, thank you on the panel. Stay safe and be thank well. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.